0: Welcome to another episode of the Double Comma Club with your host Nicole Ruth of the Ruth Team, the number one lending team in Colorado. We are talking about first-time home buyers today. So I just recorded the Market Trends video that's going out tomorrow in our Wednesday update. It'll go out on social and it'll go out on email. So what I didn't cover in the Market Trends update, I talked about inventory. I talked a lot about inventory and what it really means to maintain perspective. So you'll wanna definitely watch that. The number's coming out tomorrow. Some are, of course, and some are surprises. And so really interesting market trends update. We're still paying over 103% close to list and days on market are still four, yet we are seeing some of that shift. That inventory almost doubled last year. So that's a couple of the points from that. I'm really excited about that coming out tomorrow. Watch for both the report and the video first thing in the morning. But when I was writing the market trends report, the video, my blog, I started thinking about the fact that this is really having an impact right, on affordability. You can't ignore that. And we are starting to see, of course the census data is very dated by the time we get it and we actually see movement around the country. So we rely on other things like moving companies and LinkedIn and Redfin. And those folks, the moving companies in Redfin, are starting to say see, say that we're seeing more people leave than come in based on home searches from Redfin or based on moving companies. Are they seeing more one ways leaving Colorado or are they seeing slightly more people leaving? Some will say that we're just seeing it narrow and others are saying that we've seen a transition. Now remember those data sets are very narrow based on it being U-Haul or Allied or Redfin just based on searches. So all of this to say, though, that you can't ignore the fact that affordability is a topic that's very real and we're all watching what's happening with the economy, what's happening with the stock market, what's happening with Russia and Ukraine, what's happening with oil, what is happening with this upcoming recession we're already seeing recession indicators in our manufacturing numbers. So are we headed there? We've already had the two and 10 year uh, treasury invert. So are we headed there? Like we're already seeing the economy slow down yet the Fed is continuing to push up the Fed rate. They were a little late to the game and they're gonna keep trying to maintain and manage inflation. So are we headed there? All the things, are we headed to inflation? I bring that up because when and if that happens, to some degree, interest rates will fall. Now, the question is, is what will that recession look like? How wide and deep will it be? How many jobs will be lost? Obviously, everything else that goes with it, not just the parade of lower interest rates. And I get that. And then I don't know from what they will come down. So how will rates spike again before they come down? So that's why I don't love arms, even though they're now 10% of mortgage applications and we're doing them as well. We're certainly having conversations with our buyers around them because they pose risk. Nobody knows with 100% certainty where the market is going. So back to our first time home buyers. And I set all that stage to say that I get it, that my heart actually, I, I wake up every morning excited to do this to talk to as many people as I can to communicate on the opportunities that real estate provides, especially when it provides a roof over your head and that roof over your head is paying yourself. That equity gain is yours, that appreciation is yours, that principal reduction in that mortgage payment that you pay every month is yours. You are paying a mortgage no matter what. You are just choosing to pay somebody else's mortgage if you rent, right, so even if rents go, or even if home values go down, which I don't think they will, and I can go into a whole other segue on why, the strength of the housing market is incredible right now. The equity that we have, the the strength of the borrowers that have uh, loans against the homes, the number and the percentage of the homes that are owned free and clear, all of those things protect the housing market. So even if you live in an area because real estate is hyper-local, that the values do go down because they were overinflated and because more inventory is coming to market than can be absorbed and people are doing price reductions. Even here, Redfin had called out Denver saying that 40% of the homes are having a price reduction. I don't think that that's because prices are declining. I think that's because sellers want what their neighbor sold for. And I get it, like I get it. I want that too, right? I mean, they just closed. Yeah, but they just closed, which means they went under contract four or five weeks ago when the market was a lot hotter. So you can't be a seller and want what the neighbor next door with the overbidding price in just sold for. You got to go back to what did they list at? And what's a, an appropriate appreciation month over month from where they listed? Because the market was in a frenzy. And so what was overbid was based on an unhealthy inventory and market right you got to go back to what did they list at what was the market price appropriate at that time not what did it emotionally get bit up to again this is the context for the picture of which first-time home buyers are thinking i can't do this I can't do that. I can't put $30,000 more than asking down. I don't have 30, 50, $100,000 down. I can't afford it with the high interest rates. I can't afford it with the high prices. I get it, I get it. But the opportunity cost is that when this recession happens and the interest rates do go down to some degree, It only has to go down a little before you see people wanting to buy on the dips. And then if they're taking opportunities and they've been sitting on the sidelines for this period of time, and now they're like, oh my gosh, interest rates just dropped to 4.75 or whatever the number is, right? Interest rates just dropped to 4.75. Now is the time to get in. We've been waiting for this. Forget about the fact that the home price is more than it was back when you would have gotten an interest rate of 5.875 or whatever. But you waited and now the interest rates drop, so you're buying on the dip. So a lot of people are gonna come back in, those home prices are gonna be pushed up faster again. We are seeing month over month slow down, like 0% the last two months in a row, month over month median price growth. You're not gonna see that if the interest rates drop, you're gonna see the spikes again. So if you're a renter and you're paying somebody's mortgage but not your own, do you wanna get into a mortgage today and take advantage of the increased prices when and if that does happen, and be on this side of the fence, not on that side, not on the trying to buy a home when everybody comes back in, when the interest rates drop a little bit, but owning a home when everybody else is trying to get back in with lower interest rates, pushing up prices, watching your own equity increase, not your landlord's. I mean, you could pop a cork and celebrate your landlord's wealth increase. It's just not as fun, right? Just not as fun. So. First time homebuyers, what choices do you have? I want to talk about a couple of things really quickly because you have choices if you know. So I was just talking to Cara Palfi, who's on my team. She's my marketing uh, manager. She was having conversations with some of her friends this past weekend, and they didn't think that they could purchase. They were like, there's no way. I really want to buy a home. I can't afford it. And she's like, but I just bought, and and Ashley just bought, and and we're buying in today's market, and you can too. And so here I just wanted to throw out a couple things. First-time homebuyers, did you know that there is something called down payment assistance? And I know it's out there, but do you really know how it works? And do you know that right now, while interest rates are still a little bit higher we are seeing buyers going out and able to bid on a home that's been on the market for more than one or two weekends where that seller might have done a price reduction or even better yet if they haven't yet you can talk to them about doing things like a seller credit or a 2-1 buy down now i'm not going to go knee deep into the 2-1 buy down right now because i've done that a bunch but that's simply where you use seller money to pre-fund your mortgage payment for the next two years. Reducing your effective rate, dropping your mortgage hundreds of dollars every single month, saving thousands over the course of two years, dropping your mortgage payment, effectively reducing your interest rate 2% the first year, 1% the second year, and then back to a 30-year fixed. Well, 28 years left on a 30-year fixed at the market rate. What I love about that is there's no risk of an arm where interest rates could go up. And if if the recession doesn't drop interest rates significantly, you're still locked in. At a payment, you know what it is. It's not going anywhere. Versus an arm can go up 5%. Both Both have their place in the lending environment. But the two one buy down is a fantastic option but if you also need down payment assistance you haven't been able to save because your landlord continues to raise your rent or you've been paying off those student loans even though they were in deferment or maybe you were paying off your credit cards or you just got out of school you don't have a savings any number of those things but you know you need to get in you know that you'd rather be paying for your own roof over your head instead of somebody else's Well, down payment assistance, we have opportunities where they can give you 3% towards your purchase, and did you know that you can buy with as little as 3% down on a conventional loan, 3.5% down on an FHA loan, and if if I can get down payment assistance for 3% of that, you just wiped out the down payment. Now, if that seller, instead of asking for a price reduction or asking for a lower price, ask for a seller credit for all of your closing costs. It will mean more to you today Because you putting so little down on a price reduction means almost nothing, right? It just doesn't, what are you going to save 50, $60 a month, $40 a month. It depends on how much they're going to price reduce granted. I get it. It's, it's kind of equity maybe, but does it help you today? So thinking about the options, down payment assistance just raise their income limits and they do this every year. And so they just raise their income limits. If you make less than your household, so maybe two of you are married or um, engaged or dating and you're wanting to buy a home together and you both make over $100,000, but you haven't saved any money. I don't have to use both of you. I can just use one of you. But if you make less than $148,000, $148,120, you can get down payment assistance on an FHA loan. That's really good. That interest, those interest rates are always going to be a little bit higher than market because they're chaffa. They're giving you free money. Those second loans, which is a three percent, is sitting as a second loan. It's a zero interest, zero payment until at some point in the future you sell that home or you uh, refinance it. So that you, it's a, it's a future you problem. <laughs> it's a future you problem sitting there at a zero interest rate. Like it doesn't cost you anything to take the money. But the interest rate on the major loan is going to be a little bit higher than market. So, uh, if you make under 148 CHAFA, same rate for everybody. Doesn't matter what lender you use, doesn't matter what credit score you have, it's the same interest rate, it's CHAFA. It's a statewide uh, first-time homebuyer program that is set. So, we, and we do a ton of them and we underwrite them in-house. So that's why we do a lot of down payment assistance uh loans, fairway does as a whole, we're the number one CHAFA lender because it doesn't matter what lender you go to, you want to make sure that you're getting the best service and the quick closes, and we can close CHAFAS in three weeks. So 148,000, you can get into an FHA. If you make less than 80, remember it can be just one of you or both of you, if you make less than 83,840, you can get a conventional loan using down payment assistance. These are fantastic. That one, the interest rate, six and a quarter, right? But now if I have my own 3% using a gift maybe from a grandparent or a parent, I could get an interest rate of something lower, maybe five and a half, right? 5.375, depending on where the market goes today. It's looking really good today. Let's pray that it stays there for a day, right? It, rates are interestingly and incredibly volatile right now. We take advantage of the dips when we can get them until we get inflation under wraps, we're gonna see a lot of this volatility with the different inflation reports that come out based on what the Fed does and the different uh, uh, employment numbers. So right now we're seeing a good day, which is really fantastic considering over the weekend there were some bumps in, the, uh, in Europe because they didn't have the 4th of July off. <laughs> I thought about that, I was like, oh, right. European markets were open yesterday, of course they were. So anyway, I expected rates to be worse this morning, but they were actually a little bit better. Um, All right, so down payment assistance, you can use a gift from grandma, from your parents, from a sibling, this is the opportunity to get in with as little as as 3% down on conventional, 3.5% down FHA. You can capitalize on a home, sellers right now, even though we have barely one month of, just over, just over one month of inventory, We're still seeing sellers looking at the past market saying if I don't sell in the first weekend, I'm dropping the price because I need an immediate reaction, right, to my action of putting my house on the market. They don't understand, not all of them, that the market is changing, that it could take two, three, or even five or six weekends depending on the price point to sell a home today. We're heading back. That's what happens when now finally we have just over one month of inventory. But if you hit that home that's been on the market for a month or two, this could be your opportunity to optimize the sellers wanting to sell, you wanting to buy, and coming together on terms that make sense for both of you, allowing you to get in with very little money. Okay, and then I wanna talk about renovation loans. So down in the comments, I'm gonna share nine homes that are still on the market that we have a renovation team here at fairway mortgage and Adam had shared these homes with me. And I think this is a brilliant idea. If not these then what other homes are available that have been overlooked because they take work. I get it, right? You want a picture perfect home. You want something that really you could just walk into and isn't going to take any work. But the reality is if you can get in and build your own equity through sweat equity and through a renovation loan, Right, capitalizing on the ability to add an auxiliary dwelling in the backyard so that you can add rental income, on the ability to upgrade something that maybe is just simply outdated, to reconstruct maybe something, there are a few on, these, on this list of nine that need a little more work, more like structural work, but the majority of them just simply need to be updated. What could it look like if you designed it, if you updated it the way you wanted? We have renovation loans for both conventional on primary, second homes, and investment properties and FHA that are only on primaries. Could you take one of these homes, could you place an offer that made sense for you financially based on the upgrades that you need to do, based on the 2B value? Renovation loans aren't on the value today. They're loaning you money based on the 2B value. That is a win-win. And you can do them with as little as 3% down on a conventional as a primary. You moving into your first home and taking the time to renovate it. So if you can find something, and and Ashley just went under contract on something that was listed at 300,000, those are still out there. They're typically going to be attached. So they might have either a shared wall agreement or an HOA. And if you don't know what that means, an HOA is a homeowner's association. So that's dues for maintaining the outside of the building typically, and the grounds, right? So you see that a lot with condos, sometimes with townhomes. Where it would the they would maintain the grass, they would maintain any walls, they would maintain the roofs, they would maintain the out fixtures. An HOA, you can also have a shared wall agreement. You're gonna see sometimes that with townhomes where maybe it's a building of four or six units and you don't have a managed HOA, instead you just have a shared wall that everybody participates if you gotta replace the roof or if you have water damage. Everybody participates or everybody puts a little bit of money in a in a, a kitty in order to pay for snow removal. So that's a shared wall agreement, right? So it depends on how you do that. Shared wall agreements typically don't have much of any monthly dues, HOAs usually do have dues. So you wanna count that into your monthly payment. So something like a $300,000 townhome could run you probably around 20,000 $400 $400 with the HOA and taxes and insurance and principal interest. Principal and interest only is gonna be closer to $1650 to $1700, fantastic, right, fantastic. It might be a hair over what you're paying in rent today and it might seem really scary to jump into home ownership, but I promise you that long-term the opportunities When Ashley's buying this property that we talked about on last week's Tuesday, when she's buying a property for 300,000 that she did bid 30 over, she bought, she was under contract 30 days ago when it was a little bit different. It's, wow, it's like night and day difference the market right now between now and a month ago. But she looked at that paying $500 more than she was renting, but the long-term stability and options, her desire is to convert that into a rental in the next one to two years and buy again and then she's going to convert that one to a rental and buy again and then she's going to convert that one to a rental and buy again and if by the time as a first time home buyer if you look forward ten years and you say if I can have two or three or maybe even four rental properties you can call it done then when you're looking at sixty years old you might have an additional ten thousand dollars a month or more in rental income you talk about a game changer when you get to your retirement years you don't want to think about getting old now I I get I am old you don't want to think about getting old right now but when you're a first time home buyer looking at this market and you get overwhelmed and scared I want you to call me because I want you to sit down with Ashley or with Kara, and I want you to talk about your situation and your story and our support and how we can help you and hear what they just went through. They are my marketing so they're not going to pr- create a financial solution for you but they're going to share stories. Right? That's what this is about. How do I share enough stories that we support each other in creating the stability and the financial security that we want in retirement because it starts today. It starts today don't wait to time the market it is impossible and I know that as real estate is the best hedge against inflation it's also the best opportunity stop paying somebody else's mortgage now is the right time well that's it for this Tuesday I hope everybody had a really fantastic 4th of July I hope you guys are off to a very lovely short work week and I hope to talk to you very soon bye bye you've been listening to The Double Comma Club. Never miss an episode. Subscribe at thedoublecommaclub.com to hear more success stories and to get free tips on how you can get on the path to becoming a millionaire through real estate at any age. Remember, visit thedoublecommaclub.com and subscribe.